Welcome to Lift Your Legacy. My name is Jacob Rupp, father, husband, and rabbi. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you unlock your inner potential and create change that will impact the future. Thank you for listening and let's get to it. So this will be one of the more unique interviews that I've ever done. Um, an interview with Martha Krecky and her daughter, Nora, who is four years old. Now, Martha is an accomplished business coach consultant and has a, um, a marketing business, but she recently started coaching her daughter into building a successful MLM company. And trust me, when you hear the numbers, it's very successful. And they, and she's four years old, which is absolutely crazy. So we delve into a bunch of different topics, um, some about you know the nuts and bolts of coaching and how do you you know kind of look through an industry and, and, and figure out what you're supposed to offer, but also more fundamentals about how you go into business with your family, um, some of the misconceptions about business and about education, and the role that education has in like life success and why you would want to mentor your four-year-old. You know, why start at four to have your four-year-old become a successful businesswoman? Um, so I'm sure you'll like it. Uh, Nora's very, very cute. And we will, uh, we'll, 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 enjoy, we'll enjoy the entire experience together. Great. I am so excited. I'm here with Martha and, and her four-year-old daughter, Dina. Dino. Nora. Nora. Where did Dina come from? I'm sorry. <laughs> Try it one more time. I'm so excited. I'm here with, with Martha and her four-year-old daughter, Nora. How are you guys today? Oh, we're good. How are you, baby? Wow. <laughs> Great. Okay. So Martha, tell us a little bit about how you got started and have, and, and then, you know, the, the exciting part is that you now have one of your, uh, your, your youngest clients, potentially, who you're doing business coaching for, uh, your, your four-year-old daughter. So how did you get to where you are today? Yeah. Well, how I got... Uh, hang on. We have to get a sticker. Um, how I got started was I used to work for GoDaddy for a long time, for a little over five years. And, uh, you gotta, gotta, gotta be quiet, baby bear. Um, so I worked for GoDaddy for a little over five years. And then, um, I, I basically took that knowledge and started my own agency. And then from that, I was able to start working with um, businesses all over the world and see their pain points and, and really, you know, sort of, it's just the journey. You think you're going to do one thing and you end up doing another. And uh, it's just what I enjoy is, is coaching in business more than anything right now. Okay. Okay. So at what point, like when you're looking and it's just a question I like to ask all coaches, when you're looking at an, a potential client, what are some of the problems that most inspire you to be like, okay, great. I can totally help you with that. Oh yeah. That's a really good question. Um, so the thing that I, I often help with the most is having multiple things that, that people can offer. Cause usually whenever they come to the marketplace, they think of one thing and they think, I just want to do this one thing. Um, but from the perspective of the clients or the future customers of theirs, um, there's probably multiple levels that they actually need to be helped on. And that person can help on all of these levels, but they just don't think about those things. So it's really sort of diversifying those income streams, but then not just from an income uh, perspective, but also from uh, being able to serve, like serving people where they're needed. That's amazing. So, and and how did that how did that stem? Was that something that you developed kind of 
on your own after GoDaddy? Was that recognizing within GoDaddy? Was that is that something that they that they kind of built into you when you were there? Or like that that whole perspective. How does that how does that work? Uh, it, it really came after it was whenever I say it was part of the journey. It was just it it came out of necessity and I realized that so many businesses don't don't really cater to all of the people that they could and then you know whenever you see something that's missing that's such a, a glaring huge hole in the market then you're like well gosh you guys should be filling this so that it wasn't really nurtured by GoDaddy or anything what was nurtured by GoDaddy was more the tech side of stuff so the you know the the ones and zeros <laughs> like the the how-to on the tech side of things but uh whenever it came to you know actual coaching that was just more being in it and and dealing with the the clients every day so that that's an amazing concept because i think that there is such a desire for people to go out and to share their expertise with others in the, in the world but then there's a there's that fear of like well i don't necessarily have you know the credibility perhaps or i don't have the the success in this specific you know niche of the industry and you're saying that really it develops as you go right yeah absolutely and, i'm sorry go ahead no no so i, I was curious you know if as someone that, that works with a broad um profile of different companies in different locations what do you feel like you have to know about a specific industry before you feel comfortable? Or are there basic similarities that are across the board that you could just kind of plug in? There are basic similarities. It's crazy. Um, so really what you need to see is you need to see where the trends are happening in that, in that niche, whatever that niche is, we need to see where the leaders are and, and if they are still trending up. So, so who are the leaders in that industry? Are they still trending up or is there somebody that is an underdog starting to trend up and then paying attention to, okay, what are they doing to serve? Right. Um, and, and being able to not, not, uh, not duplicate, not copy what they're doing, but do it in your own way, in your own style, in your own fashion, because obviously that's what the market is responding to. So that's great. Can we can we do a little bit? And then we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, you you and your daughter here in one second. But can we do that? Let's, let's let's pick a random let's pick a random industry. Let's say we're doing health health the health coaching industry or or something like this health self help industry whatever you might want to say. So you have like a couple of these you know eight hundred pound gorillas out there. Tony Robbins, Lewis Howes are doing fantastic. So yeah. for a coach that's going and they want to help. A specific, I don't know, what it is it's a specific demographic, or like they want to get started. What kind of things should they be looking at, and how do they figure out who the up and coming, you know, trading person is? Kind of a thing. Yeah. So what I would do in that case is I would uh, think about who you went to because any sort of health and wellness person has their own person that they were following in the first place. Um, see what they're doing. See what that actual person is doing. But then also in this case specifically, I would look at your audience and at your dream client and who you want to be working with because somebody could look at a Grant Cardone, right? And, and then a Tony Robbins and you're, you're kind of in the same place, but then you're like massively different also, yeah. right? And the yeah. audience is massive. Like one is very dude bro <laughs> and one could be women or men, right? Well, Quite frankly, well. with Tony um, but but that's, that's what I would think about is who they, who they are inspired to work with. So if they've already had some clients that they have just vibed with on a very high level and those clients have already um, 
you know, sent other people to them and have, have really talked about them in a good way, um, then, then you're going to want more of those clients involved, right? So then you're going to look more for, okay, so who are these people? Who are they following in relationship to who I dig also? And then that's where you're going to look at your trajectories. Okay. And then, and then you're trying to find, so it's not just about seeing who's successful in the niche, but also trying to find someone that's up and coming if you, in, in, in that sense, I guess, that's what you're saying. Yes, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I mean, as long as they're getting traction, right? Right. Every, and then you try to model. Everybody claims to be an up and comer. <laughs> right. Right. For sure. And then you try to model the services that you offer based on the same general types of offerings that these people are doing. Exactly. If they're working, if they're working, if you can see the traction, that's the other thing that's that's kind of the slippery slope. Is uh, everybody? If you look at internet marketing period right now everybody is standing in front of a rolls royce everybody is saying oh i'm making all of this money and whatever right how much of that is true um so you need to make sure that you are following people that are actually getting traction so what i would do is i would i would try to get into that person's inner circle or inner sanctum if you will and maybe follow some of their funnels meaning take some of their freebies follow those funnels get into those private groups that you're not going to see any any other way and then be able to see okay this is what's going on and this is what's working for them and again don't completely duplicate it don't rip anybody off don't take their intellectual property but if you can take inspiration from it then that's what the marketplace is looking for is that sort of help so that's that's what i would take inspiration from fantastic amazing they're very helpful so okay now that 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 worked great for me how do you get four-year-olds uh, like your daughter, what 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 do you? I mean, look. First of all, before we even get into that, I think that there's a, there's a fundamental question that, again, going along with the same pictures that are the same people that are taking pictures in front of their Rolls Royce, this concept of hustle and not having time for anything else, et cetera, et cetera. And clearly, you are a professional. You are a coach. You work with a lot of professionals, and you have a family life as well. So how do you how do you balance that? Um. It's interesting. Whenever it's whenever I say this, people are going to either roll their eyes or get a big smile on their face. I'm excited for which one I'm going to do. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so, uh, what what happens is whenever you do what you love, it all balances it all because you end up sort of you put it into the places where you can throughout the day. So, so say I have a few hours in the morning that I'm able to really get a lot done, then I get a lot done. And then we can compartmentalize time with Nora. And then we can compartmentalize all of those things. That's the important thing is, is being able to sort of tuck those little pieces of time away, but also um, being able to uh, set your priorities and be super, super efficient whenever you do have that time. That's what I found out about um, becoming a parent in the first place. So a business owner slash parent is, I have gotten crazy efficient <laughs> because if I only have a few hours to do something, then I am doing it in a few hours. <laughs> right. Whereas is, it would have taken me a whole day before. Well, no, I think it's, I think that's a very interesting perspective that, that a lot of people think, you know, once I get my life more in order, then I will have children. Whereas sometimes the process of having children actually helps you and forces you to kind of get that, get that structure that you're looking for. Right. Amazing. So yeah. 
what kind of business are you guys building? What's that? What kind of business are you and Nora building oh, together? Here, you're being asked a question, baby. Let's get this back in that little ear. Hi, hi, Nora. How are you? <laughs> he asked what kind of business we're building, baby. What kind of a business are you going to build? I'm going to have an oil business. Yeah, she has an oil business. So we, what, what we're building for her is basically, I've sort of taken the MLM model okay. and turned it on its head. So uh, I, I, I am kind of like above Nora and then we set her up as a leg. And then when she turns 16, she's going to automatically have all of this income and downline from her. Yeah. So I'm building it out for her and she's doing YouTube videos. She's doing Facebook stuff. We, we do all sorts of stuff. For, and, for uh, an oil company? Yeah. For Young Living. Yeah. Okay. So tell, tell me a little bit about this and, and, and what, <laughs> this, this is awesome. All right, great. I'm going to show my kids this because uh, it, sound, it sounds great. So, so what, what is it and, and, and how, how, does, how does Nora do your social media component for you? Yeah. Um, well, she's just straight up entertaining. That's <laughs> how she does that. But um, uh, so how we do it is um, it's, like I said, it's Young Living. It's oils, which she has always liked. We, there's like, there's this story skin, that- Skin oil. I'm thinking like oil under the ground. I see you guys like up mining- Oh no, like essential okay. oils. Okay, gotcha. Essential yeah. oils. Okay, like, great. Wait. She's yeah. in the oil business. I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's intense. Like, do you have like a smaller hard hat she has to wear when you guys go on rigs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, no, it's it's essential oils and okay. supplements and that sort of thing. And we lead with a um, a nutrition supplement mm -hmm. that has a bunch of antioxidants that she calls unicorn juice. So that's how we do the whole social media side of everything. We always talk about unicorn juice, and then people uh -huh. want to know about it, and the rest is history. Was was the goal to build something that is what, when you're when you're bringing your daughter into this kind of a thing? What are you thinking? What is you know in this case scenario? What's the end goal of what she's going to get out of the experience? Yeah, that's a great question. So the end goal of what she's going to get out of the experience is um, safety and security, which is something that we can't promise our kids in any other capacity. I don't think. Um, so there, there was there was college. There was. A while ago, in maybe the 50s or 60s, there was safety and security in our job market, and anymore, loyalty really isn't a, a thing like where people just where they hang on to, um, you know, the people that work for them, and that sort of loyalty, employer-employee loyalty, doesn't really exist anymore. Um, that that security is pretty much gone. So my entire goal is to make sure that Nora is taken care of any way we slice it because i was i was concerned for a little while because i was like well i don't want her to have to take on a coaching and marketing company because what if that isn't her thing that's like the whole you know i have to take up take over the family business but hates it right um that i didn't want to do so we jumped into something that she already liked she already liked essential oils she always asked for them whenever how long, she was a how, how long ago is this whole thing when did this start no joke. We started it uh, three months ago. Wow. Three months ago. Yeah. Wow. And she's already making like, can I, can I say how much she's making? She's making Please? like three grand a month right now. <laughs> Are you serious? 
so it gets turned over to her when she's 16 and she'll be good. <laughs> she'll be That's good. That's crazy. How, yeah. how, how did you, how did you, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shocking idea. So you, now <laughs> let's, let's, let's bring a couple of different things down. One of them is, you know, a lot of times when you think about, you know, a four-year-old selling, um, you think, well, how is she going to sell? Like, how do you pick the clients that she ends up having? Because most four-year-olds do not have that kind of a cash flow that are able to to buy products. So, how? What? Let's start. Let's start with that. How did you? How did you structure that? Yeah. So, uh, really, it's the moms. It's the moms that that we're talking to, and uh, she's kind of talking to their kids, but kind of talking to the moms. We have a YouTube uh, channel set up that has her unboxing different oils and stuff, but then it also has her opening, you know, some blind bag toys and those toy channels that do so well, right? right. Um, so we have those sorts of draws as well. Um, but then it's, it's more or less uh, speaking to the moms through the post. So I'll take a picture of Nora drinking the juice because she literally steals my juice from me. So how often do kids take nutritional right. supplements? Right. Um, so there's that sort of thing. And then I just put out a curiosity post talking about, you know, I don't know, like not too long ago, she was really sick. And then she drank a, bun a bunch of this nutritional supplement. And then she was better the next day. Like it's that sort of, you know, don't have the flu for two weeks. You can actually just feel better in a day or so. But um, that's, that's the kind of thing. Oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get help here. <laughs> so that's the kind of thing that, no baby, that's the kind of thing that we talk about. So and that's how she helps is by doing videos. Whenever we do videos, they're usually much shorter than say this interview because you can see she's already, we're losing her. But um, <laughs> so the, the videos will usually be like three minutes or right. something and right. you'll just her open a toy. So. so so what advice could you give to parents? I'm thinking I have four children and um, my, my 11 year old is a budding YouTube star and very excited about that. What advice could you give to parents that want to set their kids up in such a way that you have? And also like, how do you guys not get on each other's nerves and stuff like that? <laughs> I think that's impossible. Okay, right. <laughs> that's just, that's as, long just... As, as long as it's out there. No, cause it's a crazy thing. Cause you think to yourself, it's like, you know, parenting is one thing. And then you think about like bringing the kid into the family business. Well, in the, in the, in the you know conventional sense of that you know you have the kid graduates college or gets a master's degree then he comes into the business here you work yeah. with a four year old like how do you how do you navigate that? Yeah, um, just very carefully, right? Um, I think the less expectations. So she's going to get off my lap right now, and the, I don't have the expectation of her staying on my lap. Is is how it goes, right? So the less expectations you have, um, the less frustrated you're going to get, right? So I guess it just expect. Um, that they're going to be a little bit crazy at times. Okay, um, which is which is super important. Which I think a lot of people are upset when their kids are kids and don't let their kids be kids. And then yeah, because what you're saying is so it's so in a way so unconventional because you know most people will go to college and then have no idea how they're going to make money. You're trying to turn it around the other way so that your daughter can go to college if she wants, but yes. that she doesn't look at college as some magical way of making income because we know that it doesn't really do that for most people. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. That's exactly right. So what, what I, what I would suggest to answer your other question before, what I would suggest to parents is, uh, find something. I, first of all, you have to get past the, that MLM 
gross feeling, right? I think we all have that. I am not an MLM person and I did not see myself doing this at all, right? Like I build businesses. Mm -hmm. Like I, <laughs> I was like, an MLM, this is totally not right, me. Right, right. When, like, when do you think that, I mean, is, is there, I also feel that way in this to yeah. a certain extent. And I, I am also part of, I think two companies. Um, no. <laughs> how do you, how do you get, is it just something you get over? Or it's like selling to friends and family. What's the, and I always, I talk to people about this all the time. And the people are like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm like, come on. Like, what do you think any business is? You go out, you try to get customers. Like, so like, how do you, how do you get over that? And then what's the next step? Yeah. Uh, for me, I got over it super duper quick when I saw the money that could be made. Um, okay. And then, uh, and then also the products that we were selling. So I am not a good salesperson at all. And by that, I mean, I can't sell things that I don't believe in. Like I just don't, I, I can't. Oh, okay. I think we're, I think we're good. Um, but I can't, I would say that the thing to get over or the thing for people to get over um, is thinking that they have to sell it all, quite frankly. Uh, the people on my team, like if people were to join my team, um, mine is pretty different. Mine is kind of its own brand. It's like there's Young Living and then there's Martha's team um, mm -hmm. because I teach and I show them exactly, everything is duplicatable. Like it's just all already set up for them um, and nobody else can say that. So that's, that's what I would try to find is a way find a business that you align with that you align with the products and that you actually dig it and that you can find value with it because you're going to be married to it. Right. Um, and then also a place that has good leadership that, uh, is going to show you the ropes, show you the ins and outs of your specific business. Uh, and then also, um, uh, shoot, what was I saying? So the ins and outs of the business, there was something else I meant to say. You have a product that you have, a, you have, get over the MLM, you have a product that you like, you have a, uh, you have a, a, a business that has good leadership that is able to push you through it. And I think that's a very important thing is because a lot of times when you go into it, again, you know, the, the ability to make money is everywhere. And it's oftentimes very frustrating because you can see people that are making money, it doesn't matter what color, creed, gender, education, it, in, it, there you will always find an exception. Um, yeah, yeah. But the challenge of finding proper leadership is something that is, I think, the, the biggest thing that you needed if you actually want to learn how to sell something specifically. How did you, how did you find that for yourself? Did that something that you had in your hierarchy in the MLM? Or was this just kind of like taking your other skills over? Like, how did you do that? That's it. That's uh -huh. exactly it. That's why my team is what it is, is because I've taken all of the years of everything that I knew and then I brought it to this. And mm -hmm. daily in the very beginning, the first month or so, my husband would turn to me and say, is it this easy for everybody? And I'm like, no, we've, we've, we've done a lot to be able to prepare for this, right? Like it's, we just know a lot and we brought a lot to the game. Um, what my other thing that I was gonna say earlier is to learn to sell without selling. So to learn how to put out a good curiosity post that has people ask you questions about the product because that is a different playing field altogether than say a cold message or something like that. Like we don't do cold messages because I don't like them. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Tell them not to do them. But, uh, but 
just putting out curiosity posts about like what results we're getting with whatever we're using. And then people want those same results and they're going to reach out to you for them. So most people's fear, I believe with MLMs or with sales at all is obviously the selling part of it. They don't want a reduce in status, right? They don't want to feel less than they feel today. And, and a lot of people, the social stigma around MLMs is a reduction in status, but that's because of the way that they've been done before. So that's where we can, we can always change the you're saying You're saying done before because of, it comes across as cheesy or just that there is a, as, as much as, and, and again, I don't know to what extent this mindset is changing or how much the culture is going to change, but you know, that the person that the person that's out hustling when they're, you know, I don't know, not, not 19 years old, there's a certain stigma like, oh, by the time you're 30, you should have, you know, you should have your corporate office somewhere and, and everything like that. Whereas, you know, for a person that's like trying to, whatever, like trying to just start a business that there is a certain level of, of knocking off of, I guess, your status. Is that, is that sort of what you're saying? That it's difficult to overcome that? Yeah. Well, and I think I, yes. And I think that people, they feel like they're going to, everybody's been taught that they need to go to their warm market first and their warm market is going to be their friends and family Mm -hmm. and their warm market really, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. shouldn't be gone to first. The warm market you approach after, if you're going to approach them at all, you approach them after you've already got some good steam Um, and then they'll just want to be involved because they can see it. Mm -hmm. But our warm market is going to be the hardest market to infiltrate or to get into because our warm market is where we used to be. Yes. Yeah, Norris yes. doing this, but um, they are where we used to be. And there may be some of them that are feeling a certain kind of way about you breaking free of that and, and looking to do something more. And, and God bless them, it's not, it doesn't mean anything negative about them at all. It just means they're human. But that's why I don't, that's why I don't believe that we should, um, Baby, can I pick you up real quick, please? Come on, sugar. Okay. Oh, we're getting this earbud out. We need to, there we go. There we go, we're good. Um, but that's, that's where that status decrease happens is that people feel like they have to make themselves smaller in front of their friends and family um, because that is what has happened. Oh man, we're getting crazy. Hey, Nora, okay. can you pop over there, please? Just because we're getting, just because we're getting, you're okay, baby. You're okay, but you need to pop over there, okay? Can you be good, babe? Can you just sit here and sit still? Thank you. Okay, we're good. My kids would have knocked my computer off the, uh, (laughs) would have knocked the computer off the stand or just be watching YouTube videos and and we wouldn't be able to have it. So it's it's very impressive. Um, Okay, so I I, I would, okay, so let's, I guess one one other question um, before I before before I ask how people can find you and follow you and and follow uh, Nora's Nora's amazing work that she's doing also um, is is how do you look and budget your time because you have multiple businesses you are also married you are also a mother um, you have other clients and then you also have a successful MLM business so like how do you how do you do it Yeah. Um, well, I don't think about it too much. That's okay. probably the strangest answer ever. Um, okay. I do what needs to be done right now. Um, mm-hmm. There are there always there's a list at the beginning of the day that is always going to be this is front burner stuff. This is mid burner. 
this, this can, this doesn't need to be thought about for a couple of weeks, but I do need to remember it. So like those are the lists. And then I make sure those front burner things happen. And then the mid burner, we either start on, on it's, it's really, that's how it goes is, is the priority system. Just learning how to prioritize. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also what makes money today? I mean, as a business owner, what brings in money today is always mm-hmm. going to be front burner stuff. <laughs> what what is your what does your husband do? Is he also an entrepreneur or, or how does that work? He's in our uh, he, so we have a marketing business also. So he's uh, <laughs> really because why not, right? Yeah, right. may as well throw something else in there. Right. Um, that's what we started with when I when I first left GoDaddy. That's what I started with was the the marketing business, and, and that's you, still you around. two started together. You already married at that point. You guys started. You went in as business partners. You got it. You got wow. it. So how did, I'm that, the how did that work? How did that work for you? I'm saying, because it's interesting because a lot of people, you know, I mean, navigating a relationship with your spouse in business is not necessarily the easiest thing for some people. Was that, <laughs> was that ever a challenge also? Or you just always knew that your family was going to be a, a money-making machine? <laughs> well, uh, we have gone to therapy. <laughs> so uh, so I, I definitely, I'm a, I'm a huge proponent for therapy, whether you've sure. got a good relationship or a great relationship or if you're on the rocks, any way you slice it everybody needs it, I think. But, uh, but that's, it was, it was a little rough going in the, in the beginning, just really as we were feeling out our own roles, mm-hmm. really, that's what it is. Um, and I think that happens with any business with anybody. Right. Um, so, so that there was that, but then it was sort of like the tumbling of the stones where everybody gets polished in the process. And, uh, and now, now we're golden. We both know our lane. I stay in my lane. He does video production. He does graphic design. He makes the things pretty. And then I do like the, the, this stuff. I do the public stuff. I do the ones and zeros on the back end of a website. Like, um, and those are, those are our lanes. That's what Amazing. we do. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Martha, how do people find out more about you and, and more about Nora's products? Oh man. Well, uh, the oily is the website and they can find that, uh, also on Instagram, on Facebook. That is, that's our stuff. My, uh, my own personal, uh, Facebook is going to be, um, Martha Krejci, the tribe finder. That's like my coaching handle, I guess is what you would call it. Uh, and then also Martha E would be, uh, where you can find out just more about, uh, me in specific. Amazing. Martha, thank you so much. Nora, thank you so much. I probably doesn't have oh. earbuds in anymore. Oh, so she, she came here. here. He said thank you. He said thank you, babe. Say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so cute. Amazing. I'm going to have my wife and kids watch this. This was awesome. Oh, awesome. Thank, yeah. you, thank you so much. It's so exciting. This was really, really great. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and review our podcast on iTunes which will allow you to be the first ones to know when new episodes are updated. Also, please visit our website at ojchamber.com. And if you aren't yet a member, please make sure to sign up. Membership is free. Thank you so much and speak to you soon.
Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and review our podcast on iTunes, which will allow you to be the first ones to know when new episodes are updated. Also, please visit our website at ojchamber.com. And if you aren't yet a member, please make sure to sign up. Membership is free. Thank you so much and speak to you soon.